up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Bruce Cooper Podcast. My name is Bruce or Bryce, whatever you prefer. Uh, today I will be interviewing uh, my good friend Rob. Uh, you can find him on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Rob underscore strange underscore McNamara. It'll be down in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Make sure you go check him out. Absolutely awesome guy, awesome DJ. Uh, I've known Rob for a few years now, so this will be uh, this will be a lot of fun for me. I'll, um, we're gonna listen to uh, what it was like for Rob growing up, uh, what it's like, what life is like for him now. Um, he's an interesting dude, so uh, I hope you I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for all the support, the continued support. Uh, if you have any feedback for me, make sure you leave it down in the comments. If you watch this on YouTube. You should also shoot me an email. Hi at brucecooper.tv. If you want to be on the podcast, keep an eye out on Twitter. Twitter com forward slash bruce cooper tv i always mess the shout outs out in the beginning uh I, if i last podcast i said twitter.tv forward slash it's not i just just find me find the people i interview all right love you guys thank you so much for the support i'll see you on the streams i'll see you in the podcast uh yeah enjoy Right, I think it's live. It's well, it's not live. It's recording. Um, right. So yeah, I am here with my buddy Rob, uh, who has Yo. who has a real name that we uh, were hiding <laughs> from the public. I'm just, just kidding. It's a mystery. Um, witness protection. Yeah, witness exactly. Uh, and you're on Twitch under um, Rob underscore Strange underscore McNamara. Yeah, that'll obviously be like in the description and whatever because I I can't yeah. spell it, but that's I almost changed it to Rob Strange officially, but I always change my mind. Yeah, that's a weird thing, right? Like everyone's <laughs> yeah. got because we have friends who have changed their name on Twitch, and it's had like a pretty I don't want to say like negative impact, but maybe not the impact that they assumed. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to sort of remember sometimes people by one name for sure, and then if it just changes without even a face attached. Yeah, it's tough. And Twitch is such a bitch anyway that it's like yeah. you want to do absolutely everything you can to stand out. Right, right. No, I get it, man. Um, cool. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for doing this. I know it's probably pretty weird for you. Um, it's fun though. I think it's gonna be fun. I'm nervous about every like this. I was so nervous about it, but you just, I just got to do it. Really? Oh yeah. It's just like streaming too before yeah. going live. I hate that. Is the hardest thing. <laughs> I know. And then like, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And it seems like the more time you take away from streaming, the harder it gets to, oh, yeah. <laughs> to go live again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Cause like you, you're so you like, I think with Twitch, we build up these, we build it up, right? Like when we're going every day, like it's building up, it's building up. And then like when life happens and you take three, four five days off, it's so hard to go back because you know it's not going to be at the hype level it was when you had to leave temporarily. Right, right. And yeah. I, that's the that's the worst part. It's always this build up, drop down, build up, drop down thing. I think you'd agree with that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And hate- it sucks. It's like such a number thing, but like my follower number just kills me for how long I've been doing it. Hey, man. I'm all- <laughs> that's not, I mean, like honestly honestly like there's no there's no like take okay (laughs) with the no man's sky thing right this is a good point and i'm not trying to 
try to make you feel better or anything. Like <laughs> you can get 2000 followers or whatever in a month just by yeah. striking a nerve, you know, yeah. like, and it's just, it, it's, it can just happen so, so fast, but I, I get it. I fucking, it like drifts off when it happens though, too. That's what I think you talk hard, like, yeah, the, just the explosions. They always, they fall like, off. Yeah. You know, that's depressing. Like when I had the whole blowing myself up in Daisy thing and then switching to squad, like I, my follow account like doubled from, you know, doing it for four years. Then this one thing and I basically doubled, but now it's like at the bottom end of that hill again. I, it's weird. It is weird, man. <laughs> and like the, it's the hardest I, I completely, and I think, like, I completely understand, and I feel like anyone who's really given their heart to really, really, really put in the work understands. Like, yeah. that's a, it sucks. It it sucks, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I, I want to be streaming. I want to be, I want to stream forever. As yeah. hard as it is, you know, like... And I think that that's, it gets, it has its claws in me. Yeah. It's definitely way better than a nine to five, but you, you know, like yeah. all that shit attached. It's still way better than the nine to five. I right. Think. Right. For sure. For sure. Now. um, And not that like follow number even really means anything. That's the worst part about it is like, it is such a stress, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, I mean, and man, to be honest, it, none of it really matters. And, and right. I think and when we're, I, I don't know it. And I don't, I don't mean to talk so much. I realized this in the last podcast. I talk so much about myself. I'm don't, I don't mean to, it's something I'm trying to, I'm here to talk. STFU. About you. Yeah. But what, <laughs> what I've, what I'm kind of, what I re, like right around my 30th birthday. So I'm 32 now. So right around my 30th birthday, I kind of just, I don't know what it was and I think we talked about this a little bit or I've talked about it with other but <laughs> like when it's all said and done right like when we're about to die and we're very you know we're old older or whatever we're not yeah, going to look back old. we're not going to look we're not going to look back and be like dude <laughs> I had 7,000 followers on Twitch right you know or like <laughs> even or like I had 10,000 subs or it's not going to be a metric Right. The only it's, for me, it's going to be the friendships. Exactly. Like, you know, the moments like these or like, yeah, the, the, just the, this, the, the, whole, the, the big picture, none of it's going to be involving metrics at all. Right. But on the flip side of it, I think our brains go, well, like we can't be living for like our last moment of on earth. Right. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't live my life. Yeah just so you that gotta i live can... for now too exactly so it's it's a balance you know yep but even like you know with the whole like partnership thing and like i don't know man like it doesn't really if you had ten thousand followers i would it make your stream better right not at all not at all right like it, yeah it wouldn't that's why when it you doesn't find, make a difference, yeah. It, it, that's like when that's why I always think it's like you see you see new streamers now with like pro production, and it's just yeah. like it's kind of cool, and it's it's kind of at the same time it's kind of like, um, you know, I I don't know, it's 
I was talking to Red about this. Like m- my favorite part of all of this is the setup, not necessarily the oh, execution. Yeah. Until you know? shit breaks, yeah. Until shit breaks, yeah. Like we were dealing <laughs> with our mics before. Yeah, I I love tweaking my shit and trying to just get it as good as I can on every aspect. Right. Um, and then I'm like, I can't wait to show this to people, but then I can't hit the live button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, you're from, you're, you live in the Chicago area. Yeah. Now I do. Yeah. What's it like? I've been all over. <laughs> okay. Let's give it, let's step. So like, where did, where'd you grow up? I grew up outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico in Rio Rancho. Wow. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. It was pretty out there. (laughs) It's like uh, these days. It's just like Breaking Bad. Really. But back then, when I lived there, there there's like nothing. There was nothing there. It's it grew so fast. What was that like? Like how? I don't know. It was cool. (laughs) How old were you? Like how old were you when you moved away? Well, we moved there when I was five, and then moved away when I was sixteen. Oh wow! So. uh, yeah, like I think of it as that's where I grew up. And then I came to Chicago at 16, which was like a huge culture shock. <laughs> that's so wild. So Albuquerque, obviously, like a huge culture shock. Temperature, like climate wise. Yeah. People wise, like. Just the lay of the land is so different. I remember like one of the first things I thought when we got to our house, when we moved out here, I was like, all these houses are so close together. Yeah. You know, like you can, in some spots you can like touch two houses at the same time in Chicago. Now, why, what, what in the world would drive, make (laughs) you go from Albuquerque, New Mexico to Chicago? Well, you know, my parents, but it was work. I see. So my dad, my, both my parents are from the other side of Chicago for me, basically. And, uh, you know, through their lives, like they moved to Seattle and that's where I was born and then moved to Albuquerque for my mom's parents to try to help them. And then like after they passed and my dad got a real good job opportunity back here, we came back or we came here back here for them, but came here for me and my two sisters. I see. Well, like the, the better, better life in Chicago. Dad was going to make more money and like, yeah, gonna... by a long shot. I see. <laughs> there was like, there just wasn't even a lot of jobs out there. Like where I lived at the time, the town basically in Rio Rancho, that town like sprung up because an Intel plant got built there. So everything was like, like there weren't even schools there yet. When we first got there, my first year, we had to be bussed real far away into Albuquerque. <laughs> and then they finally built an elementary school. So it was just told you know middle of nowhere desert and then moving like you know i'm not like downtown chicago i'm not around skyscrapers and stuff but i'm right outside the city right so it's still pretty packed in now i live in just this little sheltered life like (laughs) chicago scares the shit out of me from what from what i and that's what i like (laughs) i have through streaming and stuff i've met people who live there and they all say, oh, yeah, I mean, it's that's that's just a facade. <laughs> but like, so, I mean, is there any truth? Like, is there truth to it? Like, should you, I Chicago, like, just seen, I just have all, you only ever hear like the dangerous stuff, right? Right. It's just, I don't know, man. I mean, it, there's definitely a lot of shootings and 
for the most part, like if you just know where you are and you're smart, you're fine. Right. But that's not guaranteed because there's some crazy shit that, that happens. Yeah. Um, but like I lived in Arizona as an adult for two years and I felt I was like more scared of getting shot there than I was here. (laughs) I've heard that. I've heard that there's parts of Arizona that are downright like just dangerous. I, well, like you'd see people in Phoenix driving around like in their pickup trucks with a rifle on the back window and shit, you know, it's yeah. man. Well, see, that's, <laughs> I grew up with that here because in Oregon, everyone hunts and it's like a huge, yeah. when I was talking to my dad and when he was in high school, he used to ride the city bus with a gun to go hunting in the city. Right. Bus. Wow. Yeah. And like that just, and like that was, there was nothing they would drive like all the kids, all the kids at school would have guns in their, in their trucks and their like on the gun rack in the back. Right. Back seat. Like I grew up with my dad. I grew up with a gun rack in the back seat and like, I never thought anything of it. And now it's just, you, you it would, that would make the news almost, you know, it's wild. Yeah, probably. But it's, at the very least, like the cops would be on the bus. Yeah. Asking some questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but man, you know. yeah, that's a, uh, Chicago. I mean, there's definitely like I almost got mugged once trying to buy a scalp ticket for a show. And now, what's that? Uh, Tell us that story. <laughs> I just <laughs> I picked the wrong guy. You know how back in the day you used to go to shows and there'd just be scalpers walking around outside, like yeah, with a you little know, sign hey, I got or two something? tickets for tonight or whatever. You know, yeah. It's not that way anymore. Not anymore, because everything just ends up, like, on StubHub. At least not that I've seen, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I went to a Blink-182 concert when I was in, like, ninth grade, and there were people, and that's, we got our, we got our friend in because we bought him a scalp ticket. Yeah. We used to go to shows without tickets all the time, and, like, when I was in my teens and early 20s, and we'd just know there'd be scalpers, we'd buy tickets that way. Yeah. So it was like, uh, I think it was... It was either the Frontline Assembly show or the Ministry show at House of Blues. And we went and did that, and there was three of us, and the first scalper we met only had two tickets. So I was like, you know, okay, you guys, you two buy them, and I'll get one from another one. And the guy that I ended up, like, he was huge, uh, way taller than me, and I'm a big guy, you know? Yeah. He's like, all right, well, let's just go down the alley, and we'll, we'll get this taken care of, you know? Which is not that big of a deal. But he just like holds his fist out to me. You know, like the tickets in his fist, supposedly. And then, you know, I was like, give me the money. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, let me see the ticket. Give me the money. He, like steps in. I just stepped back and ran. Like at least it was just barely into the alley, you know? So I just ran back onto the road. Yeah. There was all the people in line and shit there. So I knew nothing was going to happen. Plus some security out there. Right. But yeah, so that was, <laughs> it happens. You got to be careful in the city, I guess, but yeah, man, you know, I was young and dumb then too. <laughs> right. Not right. that I'm not dumb anymore. Dude, I always, <laughs> like, if someone, if I had to run for my life, like I'd be, I'd be up shit Creek, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Cause even back then, like I was, I was a big kid, but the yeah. guy was huge. <laughs> right. Right. Lucky he didn't grab you by the neck or something. Right. Yeah. I just like when he kind of stepped in, it made me step back. Yeah. And then I just like, you know, he's like, give me the money. And I was just like, I just probably left a little smoke trail. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> I'm glad that that. Yeah, man. Jeez. <laughs> but even that was a while ago. So it's just kind of, I guess, escalated from there. And right. And it's it, crazy because everybody does have guns in the city, but that's just the thing. <laughs> but I would, I would venture to say that, you know, you go to Seattle, most, a lot of people, yeah, I'd be shocked. Yeah. You know, like Chicago just, is it fair to say, I mean, do you think it's justified kind of what you see on the news about Chicago or do you, or do you think it's, do you think Chicago gets a bad rap? You know, I don't think, like, the news is making up shootings. Well, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so there's definitely something there for them to report on. Does maybe Chicago get focused on a little bit more because it has that rap? I guess maybe that's possible. Yeah, with the whole, like, Chi... Ch- Ch- Chirac or whatever. Chirac, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that, I don't... I vaguely remember I don't that. feel like that. I don't... Like, when I go out or when I go shopping or hit the gas station or whatever it might be, I don't... I'm not, like... Oh, I'm about to get shot any second here. I better be ready to take <laughs> yeah. cover. You know? Yeah. Um, but you do, I guess at the same time, you do kind of like when you're walking out to your car, you're like kind of watching where people are at and shit yeah. sometimes, depending on the neighborhood or whatever. Well, dude, like we were in, <laughs> when we went to, uh, <laughs> when we went to, so me, Robit, and Normie all went to TwitchCon two years ago. Not this Man. last TwitchCon, the last, the TwitchCon. That was before. Anaheim, right? No, San Jose. Oh, yeah, San Jose. I'm sorry. Yeah, so we went to San Jose, and we, we somehow, we drove, and we somehow got diverted and ended up in, like, Oakland. And But it was, <laughs> it was like, it was, because, like, Astro lives in Oakland. You know, like, there's great parts of Oakland. Uh, Edith's grandma right, right. lives in Oakland. But this was the part of Oakland where, like, there was just trash all over the ground, and, like, every fence was barbed wire, and we needed gas. We were about to run out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember like going to that gas station and that same sort of that. It was just this. It was fine. It was probably perfectly safe. But everyone was watching everyone. Right. Right. And like we were in this like nice Lexus. So it kind of felt out of place. And then like but it's too bad because like. the. the there's chance, like, there's probably really, there's not probably, and this is gonna, this makes me really uncomfortable because, like, I, I'm so sheltered. There are no doubt, there are amazing people that live oh, yeah. in those sorts of situations Everywhere. that will never yeah. get the chance they deserve because of their, because of where they live. It just seems so. Oh, for sure. That's such a bummer to me, man. And like, I think, I. Like, uh, one of my philosophies overall is, like, if we could take care of poverty, we'd solve so many fucking problems in the world. For sure. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's definitely, like, the cause of a lot of shit. But how to do that is a whole, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, like, you know, when, when um, yeah, like, poverty, like, when kids get hungry or they, you know, uh, they, they, they tend to do worse in school or when they can't dress yeah, like their they friends. Have worse they, schools. They, yeah. The schools I mean, are terrible because the teachers yeah. aren't getting paid and they don't get good school, teachers. You know, and, we pay for school with property tax. So if you're in a poor ass neighborhood, there's poor ass property tax. Your school doesn't get shit. And it's messed up, man. Like we, yeah. Edith works at a title one school, like a te- technically like a low income school. And we think that's rough. Like I couldn't imagine, you know, like a really rough, like, yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate. 
But that yeah, like you said, that's a whole that's a whole Yeah, the the realities of solving it or whatever you want to say, <laughs> that's a whole fucking Right. Oh well that's you know, been history sort of. <laughs> yeah. And I don't and I don't I don't know the answer and I I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to get too like, <laughs> yeah. political either because sure. we both know how that goes, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> never. It's never like, oh, you know, <laughs> I feel really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and plus, like, like the battles in my chat that have been over the dumbest shit that like turned political blows me away. <laughs> Dude, it, it's very. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like how quickly it can, it's either po- like politics or religion, right? Like it can go yeah. so quickly into this dark, like talking about, yep. talking about Tesla's and then all of a sudden, like, right. It's like, whoa, <sighs> you know, exactly. Yeah, what People I- are like <laughs> MF and each other in chat. And stuff. Yeah. It's like, what the f- just happened here? Well, you stream late at night. It's like people are oftentimes like, you know, they've had a couple yeah <laughs> now now kind of going like so you you do a lot of dj streams which is really unique like i've never with the exception of one other guy like you're the only person i know who does like a creative like music stream yeah where did that where did that idea start like how did that how did because uh. i knew you before that i remember that right i remember you talking about wanting to do something like that and then it happened so like where what happened like what what was the what led you to do that to get that started well it was like right about the time that you were making wallets and shit on stream right right that was everybody was sort of like looking for something else to do besides just game right you know and i was like man i used to dj and i used to do sets for like uh winamp radio stream shows and stuff like that really that's like, I'm awesome. sure yeah i just like started back then with with that stuff i'm like i'm sure i can take that and stream it somehow but like how to make it watchable right. and how to make everything work was the you know like the fun challenge to uh you- man did that start out bad sometimes i go watch that first dj stream where i was using the tablet controller and shit <laughs> 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 but to- i did you know i just did it i'm like fuck it let's do it and see yeah. what happens and that's that right attitude to have <laughs> yeah it's it's awesome i love it when it's good it's way more work and way more pressure than a gaming stream right uh but it's really awesome when it when it, it pulls off lately like i took about a two-month hiatus from the dj streams but just kind of been starting them back up again here and the last couple have really been pretty good considering how rusty I felt. Well, dude, they're super fun to watch. And like what makes them really, what, what makes them really good for me is that oftentimes I'm not paying attention to any streamer, right? Like no one goes and watches intently watches a stream for six hours. Like that just yeah, doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like at the very least you have to get up and go to the bathroom. Right. Like I, you throw, know. I throw it on my phone and, uh, I run it, I play it in the background when I'm like reading or like, you know, uh, doing, looking over like my calendar or just, I'll just, dude, I'll just sit on my phone and do notes for hours right. and just have the DJ stream up and going. And nice. like, that's, that's, uh, 
I don't feel like a lot of people realize that you can even do that with Twitch yet. Right? Like, I mean, there's definitely, there's a, you know, like Jovian is probably the biggest, I think, DJ on, on Twitch, but there's definitely other people doing it. And it's cool because everyone, surprisingly, like most of them managed to do something really different with something that's so small, kind of like DJing is not, you know, it's not real big to watch or anything unless they have some kind of festival set up with, with huge lights and pyrotechnics and right. Like all that shit, but a lot of people really manage to pull it off pretty good, I think. Do you have anything, like, if you could do, well, I don't want you to, like, expose secrets or anything for the future, <laughs> but, like, do you have anything that you want to, like, that you want to do that you could share? Like, or do you just, do you just want to keep, you just want to keep it how it is now for as long as possible? Or do you, if you could change anything, like... Well, I was during that hiatus, I was planning like to try to change the whole, like my whole OBS side of things for the DJ streams. I wanted a whole new, you know, alerts and overlays and just completely different style of setup for it. But I just couldn't, you know, what do I want to change it to? I couldn't decide like a new theme or whatever you want to say. And so, I mean, I just ended up changing the colors of everything and changing a few things but i i don't know so that oh oh, go ahead well no i i i like i just meant like do you ever look at your your setup and go man i want to rearrange my office or like i want to i want (laughs) to get new lights or like i want to you know like do you ever do you ever go through that phase i uh, for me it's a weekly thing the 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 thing that like i've been planning to build a desk for almost a year now and just haven't done it because i don't have the confidence in the carpentry skill to do some of the stuff I want to do, like in my car- carpentry skill. Right. So I keep pushing it off, but yeah, I want to build a much bigger desk and actually have everything on the desk. I know my setup like looks cool, but that's cause it's all dark in the room and you can't see how many things are like floating on arms or their own little stands connected to the side of my desk and <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like I feel like I've done the, that's what, what I have, but I yeah. definitely need at least a bigger desk. And yeah, I'd love to change my background in my room, but that's that, this is really like the small and only extra space I have yeah, room yeah. here. So, well, yeah, for sure. I um, I just always find it interesting. And like, there's a there's a certain like stigma attached to it too. Like a lot of streamers absolutely refuse to change anything. They feel like that yeah. it's, it's their magic, you know? Yeah. Like if you turned on a stream and somebody was in a different room and like their camera angle was different. It would be a, they see it as like a huge detriment. Like, man, they're, right. they're, it's a different streamer now, you know? And yeah. Like, I think change is good personally. So but, do I, you know, they're welcome to, I'm sure you'll like, if you interviewed 10,000 Twitch viewers, it would probably split like close to the middle right. of whether the viewers think you should change shit or not. So right. it, Either way, you're not going to please everybody. And then there's the group that says, like, you should do what you want to do. And then I just want to cater to that group. (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yep. Interesting. Well, cool. So, yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, man. The DJ thing is, it's been fun. I'm glad that people actually want to hear some of the stuff that I want to play. Because I feel like I don't play what people would think of when they think of a DJ. 
Yeah, I think you know? of, most people I think would think of like top top forty. Yeah, and or like, dan- you know, big dance hits or whatever. Yeah, or like trap house sort of right sort of stuff. Whatever the kids are calling it these days. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle acid. Yeah, like <laughs> right. But like, no, I think it's that's a good point. Like, I think it's cool. I mean, you know, I'm a fan of like Alkaline Trio and right. So to hear those like. That's a really good point. I never, truthfully, I never really, uh, I never really thought of it like that. Like you tend to, you tend to DJ music. That's the music that you're into. Right. And I think for sure, some people probably come in the stream and are like, what the fuck is this guy playing? And then just leave. But I think there's probably the same amount of people that are like, oh, this is actually really cool and different. Let me check this out. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what you're breaking that wall between like when most people think of DJ, I think most people who are my age, they think of the DJs that were at their like high school dance or like right. they, they're just catering to what's popular. But you're DJing because you like you want to listen to the music that you like, not because. You yeah, wanna... and try to share that music, too, for sure, you know. Right. So you, you, you have your playlists up? Yeah. Well, I have, you know, so I use Tractor, which is the DJ software. And, and I, I have a, you put music into it. It has its own browser basically and everything. And I have about 4,000 songs in there that are Whoa. all shit that I really love. And, you know, they, Tractor has its whole setup where it analyzes it for, it's gain level and key and stuff like that to help. And I put cue markers in so I can easily find, you know, cause dance music when you're dance or play like a, a dance music DJ, the stuff that is normally played, it's all, all that music is like real standard structure, right? It's always eight beats or four beats, you know, four bars, right. Transitions on the 16 or 32 beats constantly. There's always like an intro and an outro. But the so much of the music that I play doesn't have all that. So I really need to set up good cue markers and shit like that. So I can start a song where I want to or, you know, remember right. stuff. Because in 4,000 songs, you can't remember all of them yeah. just from the name. <laughs> Dude, I, I, would, um, I would venture to say that no one can remember one album's worth. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's But that's crazy. what you try to do is like while I'm listening to one song and I'm, li- you know, thinking... What's this song sound like? Okay. What do they go together? Yeah. And then actually listen to it and set it up and make the mix when it's time. Now you're doing all of that while song A is playing, right? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you, so you, you have the ability, the ability to mute song A and, and, or not mute it, but turn the volume well, down I, on song A. I can. I can listen to stuff that you guys can't or stuff that doesn't go to you. Right. You know, like it has its own whole queue set up and I can determine what's on the queue and then how much of the queue versus how much of like the master I'm listening to. I and see. so, yeah, I like listen to the two together. I compare the volume levels to make sure that, you know, cause I'm playing such a wide range of music. Some of it's from like the nineties or early two thousands. And music recorded today is way louder than that. And if you don't like boost the gain of, of the quieter track, it blows the whole mix because the volume just like tapers way off. Right. Stuff like that. So you got to compare that. And 
find a good spot to mix and make sure that the beat matches you know i mean i use i use sync which is a weirdly controversial thing in djing but i can beat match by ear no problem too because that's how i started out so do what you're hearing is it like just extremely chaotic <laughs> like, sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah sometimes for sure that's crazy and then trying to read chat at the same time yeah. you know shit like that <laughs> right thanks squid for um, the 55 gifted subs <laughs> right. yeah yeah no that's that's nuts dude so like if i understand correctly i'm not i, I know nothing about djing right you're right. listening so like the audience is hearing something but what you're hearing right. is the next song and you're trying to make sure the level's correct you're trying to match the tempo or the time signature and you're the trying to tempo, find usually the tempo and you're trying to find a good place for it to be brought in to the end of right. the first song yeah and basically that's, that's pretty close usually i'm listening to both at once like so i'm still listening to what you guys listen to just to make sure nothing gets fucked up right but yeah then i'm also like queuing up the next song and or even just like listening to a couple different songs to try to pick one that works so you don't even I don't normally you don't have oh yeah you don't, don't have the songs queued up in like a line you just kind of grab nah. cool I, yeah i pick my first four songs every night in case there's some kind of technical difficulty Right. at the start of the stream you know how that goes but after <laughs> yeah. that yeah I, <laughs> I pretty much just uh sometimes it's out of necessity like a, the song a is ending and so it's like oh shit i just have to find something that works right now but most of the time i try to like i don't know continue a mood or right uh you know float through or i'm just like oh this is a damn good song i, I everybody needs to hear this one you know right so i try to mix it in but yeah i don't really prep too much which is real non-standard as well but yeah because like yeah because you'd think at a set it'd be like they'd have a set list but at a right you know but for the yeah that's cool so that's why but like, it's also like oh god no no you go ahead oh I, it's also like long you know my dj sets are four hours at least usually a little bit more right they used to do like six, seven hours sometimes. So that's really hard, I think, to pick out a ton of music for beforehand anyway. Like probably anybody doing long format like that is not laying out a set. But like when you go see guys like Stevie Aoki, the right. cake throwing dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his whole he knows from A to B or from A to Z, like every song he's playing that night. And he probably knows like exactly how he's mixing them. He's practiced that whole thing. A thousand times probably in his studio before going live with it. Right. But I'm just like throwing them together. Not that that's super rare. There are definitely more people that do it too, but yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird format that I'm doing, I guess. I feel weird ways that I have to do it. I feel like it's the difference between like going on a tour to promote an album or something or a set or whatever versus being like, the house dj yeah right like that, yeah like that, yep. like we'd go to bars and stuff that would have like the dj the house dj or whatever and like they just people would bring them like would bring them stuff to play like there's, yeah right and like that's pick your pick your pick your face you know pick your mood i right. guess like there's definitely and they're like just playing through the night as well yeah they're just playing all they night. might have a 
like, uh, let's get the dance floor busy at 1130. So I'm going to play these five, six, 20 songs, whatever might be in there. But yeah, generally they're like free flowing, free flowing throughout the night. That's so cool. There's a definite art to it. And I don't think a lot of people understand it. To most people, they just see like a couple turntables and they're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. They don't really think <laughs> that much further into it, you know? There's definitely, I mean, a lot of it is like a practice skill. You know, same yeah. with, I guess even most music is the same, right? You can practice the skill part of it, but there is certainly a creative uh artsy side or whatever you want to say i guess yeah no doubt and that's the part that like is harder there's no rules to develop that i guess you just got to do it right and like well so do you i mean do you do you play i don't want to say do you play any instruments because like would a turntable be considered an instrument probably oh i don't know i it could be yeah. for sure i'm not that I'm not that good with one, but like, yeah, some of those guys can do some amazing shit. Like my scratching skills and stuff like that are not that great. I do. I've, I've played bass and a tiny bit of guitar, like just messing around with stuff like that, but I never got serious about anything like that. Right. Um, yeah, do you, I don't do know. You, I keep, uh, do you have actual turntables that you like, do you ever bust them out? Uh, well I have, yeah, I have two really good, the, the technique 1210 MK2s baby. Right. Um, like those were the ones all the pros used and shit. Cause that's, I started just with, you know, vinyl, two turntables and a mixer. Right. That's how I started DJing. And, and the first, like, I don't know, six, seven years of my DJing, that's all I did. So that's all like adjusting the tempo of the record and pushing it or scooting it to listen in and beat match by ear. Uh, and I did some, I don't know, like, okay, size parties and shows right back then and then got married and kind of just stopped DJing for a while. Right. Uh, then started doing that little bit of internet radio stuff and then just stopped again. Uh, and then finally started again with Twitch. Now the, I know it, you asked me a question, but I don't remember what the hell it was. No, no, oh, no. If I had turntables, so I did answer. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Bruce, don't try to double talk me. No, man, that's perfect. I'm a terrible <laughs> host. So <laughs> you're good, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I mean, you know, people are here to listen to you talk to whoever you're talking to. Like, they're definitely here for the Bruce Cooper of the Bruce Cooper oh, right. podcast. Right, so, right, right, right. Well, I appreciate They're here to hear that. how you mess up this time. Yeah, exactly, dude. Every, I'm, I guarantee you somebody just <laughs> is just rewinding right now to count how many times I've said um and uh. That's me. Yeah, or <laughs> one damage. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so interesting so like the internet so you're how do i say this like you're a little bit older than me right <laughs> yeah. so you yeah i'll be 44 in a couple weeks well happy birthday man i uh, think so you really got to see i remember my first like computer and stuff but you uh, were pro like you were an adult when the internet well yeah i mean it was I guess adult, yeah, and a high Early, school basically. Yeah, like late, like a you know mid. Okay, well, I I consider an adult eighteen, right? So oh, I, so a little bit under that then, but yeah, close. But like, I, I was as opposed, I was in like fourth, fifth grade, so I don't really remember. 
I, I wasn't really into music until I was in high school. And by that time, burning CDs, oh, yeah. MP3 players, mini disc players were the hot thing for me. Yeah. You could put like 120 songs on a mini disc. <laughs> and I like, still have a wall of CDs. Like, I don't know what to do with them anymore. They don't get touched. It's too bad. Because, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. so much. Like, I have friends who still buy CDs when they can. Um, right. But so like the whole Winamp, like the or that that when I think of Winamp, I think of this weird time when there was a lot of experimental stuff going on in like yeah. technology and music, right? Yeah. Like I remember Winamp. The reason I liked Winamp is because I could upload I could get skins and make it look right. like there's yeah. goo and yeah. stuff, you know? Right. <laughs> what was that like? Like was that that must have been because you were you were do you remember like do you have fond memories of that time like the i don't know i mean i still i guess i do i still have winamp 2.8.1 on my pc i don't like, even, I, I have on, no idea what that is <laughs> but yeah oh it's the super early version of winamp still like when it was just the little black player with the eq yeah. like before that had any like it doesn't even have internet connectivity in it. Crazy. It asks if you want it to connect, you know, and it's like, what kind of connection? Dial up. Wild. It's, uh, and I just keep that for quickly playing, because I can like double click on an MP3, and that Winamp version will be open instantly and in playing it instead of like other, you know, anything any other player like has to load up and connect, verify and, your yeah. collection, and run the genius search and. Got it. So this just plays it. Yeah, it's just old, but I keep the installer on my backup drive. So whenever I reformat, I like reinstall it on my PC. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> just I guess to have it. Yeah. What I meant was in my mind, like in when I think back to that, to this time where like digital music was really, really exciting. Right. Because like most you'd have a CD and then if you're lucky, you had a CD player in your car. Most people had a tape player and then a CD yeah. player on their passenger seat with one of those adapters. Right. Skipping every time you hit a screen. Yeah. And like, so like this was like this idea of like having music on your computer and stuff and then like putting yeah. it onto your mini disc player or like in, even in like your MP3 player and stuff. I have, I really, that, that was kind of, that very well could be why, like I'm here now, right? Like that, that, yeah, that time frame. Digital music was huge for me too. I mean, I had, like I said, I had the wall of CDs, so I was a big analog music fan. Well, I don't know if CDs aren't really analog, but you know, whatever. We'll consider I was a big them, yeah. fan of physical mu music, I guess. You're right. But as soon as I got into computers and like learned about, you know, a little bit of peer-to-peer -peer sharing, uh, and CD ripping, like I ripped my entire collection and, and I had this shitty, humongous Asus MP3 player. The thing took eight AA batteries. <laughs> like it was <laughs> huge, but it yeah. did the job, you know, and I could put all my thousands of music files. I mean, I still have, I have like 80,000 MP3s on my PC now, Wow! but even back then it was a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, I embraced it big time, but I still purchased a lot of music too i definitely did my fair share of pirating right but but usually i would end up purchasing it or like deleting stuff you know right yeah uh, so but yeah cool. seeing all that stuff happen was was pretty cool
not paying like 16 bucks for CD anymore was cool. Do you remember the first Being, do you remember the first CD you downloaded? Oh god. No, that I definitely don't. I would bet it was something weird and European. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, my I one of the bands I play in the DJ streams all the time is Orbital. I've and I was yeah, I'm a big fan. Like they were on the Hackers soundtrack that that song Halcyon. Yeah. Uh you yeah, so I mean, they're, they're pretty big, and I was really into them back then. They were one of the reasons I started listening to electronic music. Right. And so I was on their forums and stuff back in the day, and the, those forums were awesome. People would just recommend shit all the time. And so much of it was, like, these small independent artists in Europe. And so you could just, like, hop onto SoulSeek, which was the, the peer-to-peer program I used at the time, and would just download stuff from there so the the first stuff i did was probably stuff like that honestly but uh no i did plenty afterwards too i immediately became like a try before you buy with all the music i would download everything and if i liked it i would buy it but if not yeah move on go to hell these days i'd buy digital music just direct though or vinyl the very first thing the very first cd i downloaded was Everclear so much for the afterglow ah, because yeah. because I had the physical copy and a friend convinced me I would go to jail if I downloaded <laughs> it and I didn't have yeah. the regular copy. So right. I was like, and then I quickly uh, learned that that was bullshit. But you know what I mean? Like, right. I learned I, it was like backup. Like he was like, you can only download it if you could prove that you have the physical. And so uh, yeah. like we downloaded it and it took. 18 hours or something like that. <laughs> right <laughs> and like yeah the, <laughs> like you would queue up an album and, and you'd be like all right i'm going to bed now exactly. we'll see if this is done in the morning <laughs> yeah and then that, that whole resurgence started again when you could start downloading movies i yeah, remember like yeah. people would songs were fast but you know every the top like people's high high speed internet they were lucky if they got like three to five megabytes a second maybe uh, yeah so to download an eight gig or, you know, like a four gig movie would take seven hours if you were lucky. <laughs> right. We we skipped. We went from dial up to cable. We never went the DSL route. Yeah, I think we did the same. I think we did the same. We were like as a kid, I was on dial up for a while. Right. But it was also probably the only thing really available for, for quite a while as well. We had... AOL and then Earthlink. Yeah. And then Earthlink was weird because it was the first time you'd have this like dial up client and then a browser as opposed right. to like a built, All built in into AOL. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to lie, man. Like I, I am, I, I miss a large, I miss like forums. I miss chat mm. rooms. I miss, I miss the excitement of like, posting something on a forum and then coming yeah. home after school and seeing a bunch of comments to it instead you know? of like you're a stupid you don't know what the yeah. talking about like facebook style or whatever yeah or just <laughs> this instant this instant thing right or like always having email on your yeah, phone that's true or, too. yeah i get a little bit of it now when i you know i'll post something on twitter or something and i'll wake up and i'll be like oh i got like 35 likes overnight right. you know, i'll be like oh that was cool but I think, uh, I think, you know, I don't know. I, 
I especially lately I've just been like really looking back and like just missing a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I'll look back at this time and miss it too. So I guess I just right. need to learn to enjoy the moment. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> any uh any games that you're really excited about coming up? Oh man, I don't know. The games market is another weird one these days, I feel like. I keep wanting Daisy to get good, and it never does. You know, I I don't know. I have a love hate relationship with every game, like Destiny. Yeah, I'm always hooked on it, but then I hate it because I can't figure out what the hell I'm supposed to do. Um, God, like last night I was watching uh, Astro Grump play, and processes in there. Like they all know Destiny pretty well, right? I can't remember what I asked. I asked like, "What is a blah blah blah?" You know, and and they. Like, oh, that's Pinnacle Gear. And then I'm like, what's Pinnacle Gear? Like, I just don't, I can't figure, they use all this weird language in the game, this English stuff, and the yeah. maps are horrible. <laughs> Destiny, we I've had this conversation with other people in podcasts. Like, it's such a fun game, but um, my God, I have no idea yeah. what to do. <laughs> yeah, I read these quests, and the quest is like, go to the humble tree where the man was born. And in time, you will find the end. What? That's my quest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that even you know, mean? Right. I, I find myself just doing the same event, like, over and over right. and over again and not even knowing. Because you get distracted all the time in it. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. in most games, when you get shot, you run towards what shot you, and then you kill it. And then in Destiny, like, you, you run towards that shot and then like you get shot again and then then like an event opens yeah. and you're like this is where i should be <laughs> right. and then it just does that over and over and over again and you're like this just it's just is on like a repeating cycle right and it kind of is it kind of is yeah i think the game would be way better if it had more like really random stuff right if bad guys spawned at random points and the events moved around randomly or whatever i don't know and yeah. maybe i'd just get lost more what's your uh I, I'm personally excited for Red Dead Redemption 2. You know what I really want to play, but is only on the Epic Store, is After Party from the people that did Oxenfree. Oh, interesting. Now, are you, um, you're against, you're not an Epic, you're not an Epic Store fan? I, I'm just against installing yet another, <laughs> like, game manager on my PC. How many do I need? I get it. I don't, yeah, I don't have anything like against epic specifically but you know it's like oh come on just let me and the exclusivity i i i'm not a big fan of that but it's not really enough to stop me from getting the the downloader yeah like at least discord gave up on theirs yeah i don't use the twitch launcher anymore i guess so adding another one isn't that big of a deal but it just still is annoying like let me just purchase the damn thing on steam it's the service i use right I know I I man I'm all I'm com- I completely understand and then like the thing that drives me crazy is you know that little arrow in the bottom right corner next to the speaker icon I'll click that yeah. I have one two three game launchers right four there just chilling <laughs> I finally went in them all and set them like none of them will automatically start with windows and i start them oh that's a good idea myself yeah just to save the stupid i mean i know they probably are only using like 0.3 percent but still yeah. i don't 
if I'm not even using you, you don't need to start up. I will all. say though that what Epic did, what Epic did with the uh with the um like they're getting these game like Red Dead gets like they're getting all these games six months before Steam. Yeah. And that's just like, dude, if if I was Steam, that's gotta that would drive me freaking crazy. Right. I'd be like, spuming. Yeah, and it's all like just money deals. They must be paying insane yeah. amounts of money to get those games early like that. Right. But it's really and like it's making them relevant. It's like taking real minimal fees for like the sales percentages too. That's but I do feel like if Epic gets to the point where they're as big as Steam or a real competitor to Steam, we'll see their dirty side. Absolutely. You, you know? always do. Yeah. Every company's all, well, not altruistic, but they're all, you know, super consumer friendly when they're the big underdog. But once they're like the big dog in town, you always get to see like the real side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like their dirty laundry. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. it's just like oh you want a refund go f yourself <laughs> and it'll come in like it'll be the way i feel it always happens is like they're, they'll do all these really cool good things and they'll be at the top and then there'll be like one little thing where it was like you know it was discovered that six years ago like oh, epic, yeah. epic was selling email addresses oh but you know and then, right and then those will become more and more like regular and then i mean that's i don't know like that's kind of scary to think about because i don't mind i don't mind epic it's annoying having but i get annoyed by the one i something about the origin thing launcher just grinds my gears i don't have titanfall 2 because i don't want to reinstall origin (laughs) and then they have their like friends thing where like you can't play with your friends unless you're and then their notifications are all bad, and yeah. I I don't know just the that whole thing, and yeah, I don't. Yeah, and the mul- like the multiple friend lists you have to have because of all the different launchers, and you're like, oh. hey, I thought we were friends here. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Let me add you here too. You know, it's I Steam dumb. doesn't allow me to add any more people. I have to delete. Oh, yeah. Are you full up? Yeah, apparently it's three hundred. Oh so, wow, that's not a lot. I yeah. mean, like, especially if you're somebody that, you know, that plays streams. With streams and plays yeah. with subs and stuff like, I don't know. And then they, I they, get it. Cause they don't want it to become like a massive spam machine, but 300 is definitely a little low. Yeah. Or you should be able to, you, I don't know. You should be able to like apply to have it double or maybe. Uh, yeah. That would be if bad. They catch you. I dude, I've gotten into this habit of checking. You know, if somebody wants to be friends with me, I'll check their vac bands, and if they have vac bands, I don't. I'm not friends with them. Yeah, <laughs> I used to until just recently. I didn't really share my my Steam name very much, and part of that was because I played Daisy on stream so yeah. much. But yeah, you know, once I started doing the squad thing and trying to get people to join in and play together and like make a whole squad together, that's when I just started releasing my Steam all the time. Even though it's just Rob underscore strange so it's probably not that hard to figure out but <laughs> yeah dude i need to get squad i feel like i might have squad you it's re- man it can be frustrating but it can be super rewarding as well the thing that squad that that makes me nervous is like i don't want to be yelled at by people <laughs> right and you will be you will be <laughs> yeah i feel like squad they'll be like 
Bruce, what are you doing? You know, like, yeah. I don't know if I want to. I'm sorry. <laughs> you I'm get sorry. yelled at for doing what you were told, but they forgot that they told you to do it. Like, that's happened to me. <laughs> you know? All right, buddy. And, like, if you start snapping back, they're just like, you want to get kicked out of the squad? Yeah. No, yeah. sir. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is such a, it's such a, uh, a team chat driven. Yeah. Driven, uh, <laughs> driven thing. Yeah, I literally like the last uh, last time I sh- I streamed it. Last round I played, my squad leader's like, "Rob Strange, you're way out of position. Check your map. Check your map." And I'm thinking, like, dude, I'm way out of position because all the rest of you fuckers got killed and had to respawn at main. I just stayed alive. Don't yell at me. Yeah, for not you know it happens. It's you try to like just let that shit roll off your shoulder. Right. Squad leading is really tough in the game too. It's a job. If you so. if you got four people, like how big is a squad? Nine. Could you play if if you got nine people together? Could you all play as one squad, or does it yeah. is it always random? No, you get you can totally choose like what squad you join. Oh, I see. Uh, or you can like what we do a lot when we get like four or five people. Uh, like what damage actually squad leads a lot for us and he's pretty good. He'll make a squad and lock it and then invite the other three or, or four players that we have. And then once we're all in, then he'll open the squad for randos to join with us. I see. Dude, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. That sounds fun. It's cool. It's like I said, it can be real frustrating and you die a lot without like, I don't even fucking know where that came from. Yeah. But you know, but when you like pull off a nice little, like four or five piece kill because you flanked somebody or your squad like holds out through this 45 minute long super intense battle yeah the, no other game has touched it it's yeah. pretty awesome for that shit that's cool that's cool i'll check that uh, yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely pick that up i've been meaning to anyway so yeah i you know i tried to rig the giveaway for you but it didn't work hey man hey, i'm just man. <laughs> didn't dangs win? Uh, yeah, Dang's one. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. That's, you guys have been playing Seven Days to Die. That was fun to watch. Dude, that is Definitely need so to do more of that. fun. It's like Minecraft meets DayZ. Right. It's it's And it's gotten so much better. Like I, I, It looks it, way better. It looks sure. better. And then, like, they just, they, it just, it's. It's fun. Like they, they have the loot, the way the loot is distributed. It's like really rewarding when you like raid a safe and you get the good stuff uh-huh. and it's exciting. And yeah, it's just rewarding loot. Holy shit. I know. Right. Like you actually get like, you feel like you achieved something <laughs> for running uh, for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Uh, we're we are getting down here to the end. Um, holy shit, that flew by. Yeah, thank thank you so much uh, for for doing it. Um, ah, uh, thanks for having me. Is there anything like if you could if you could tell somebody who um is thinking about streaming on Twitch and they what they want to stream on Twitch is is isn't is different, right? Like they everyone streams on Twitch, they stream video games and stuff, but I have a lot of really creative friends and they need to hear it. Like that Twitch that they could stream on Twitch doing something that's not video games. Would you, do you have any advice for them? I, I'm, you just got to do it. You know, it's just like, it's not that different from the rest of Twitch. It might feel like it. It's the challenges are the same. It's not, 
any easier, but it's not any harder either. Right. And if you don't do it, like, then you'll never know. And that's, that's the only thing there is to it. Set it up, do it the best that you can within your abilities, but, but definitely do it. And, uh, you know, don't get crushed too hard when it starts off small and slow and don't get crushed too hard when it gets big and then starts to drop off again a little bit either. Cause that's just the way it's which. Yeah, man. I completely agree. Just do it. Download OBS. Yeah. Figure out your stream key and just do it. Exactly. And don't share your stream talk- key. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> talk to other people, get advice. I'm always, you know, you're the same way too. I'm always open for messages. And uh, if you have questions and stuff, I can tell you how I did it or how I would do it if I could. That kind of stuff. I guess that's a big one is, is don't be afraid to ask. Cause I think most streamers are pretty open to share with you or at least give you like clues. Yeah. And where can they find you? Uh, twitch.tv slash Rob underscore strange underscore McNamara. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> There'll be a link. <laughs> There'll be a link in the disc in the, in the description. Yeah. And then Twitter is it Twitter. You, Oh, Twitter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is uh, at Rob underscore strange underscore MCN. Okay. Cause the whole thing is too long for Twitter. For sure. Well, cool, uh-huh. man. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to, uh, to talk oh, to my me. pleasure, man. It was a good time. Yeah. Awesome. Look and forward to seeing the rest of them or hearing the rest of them. Yeah. This will be, well, we'll talk after yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much, man. And, um, yeah, thanks again talk to you in a little bit. I'm sure. All right, cool. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for listening to me ramble on to Rob about things that probably didn't make a whole lot of sense. If you want to be on the podcast, please hit me up on Twitter, at Bruce Cooper TV on Twitter. Make sure you go check out Rob, Rob Strange McNamara on Twitch. Link in the description. I I, I really, I cannot thank you enough for, for listening. Uh, for giving this podcast a chance in the sea of other podcasts that you have the ability to listen to out there. Uh, I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much again. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. Treat each other right. Do not work too hard today or tomorrow or the next day. And uh, yeah, keep your ear out for for the next episode. Love you. Thank you.